0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, set your sleep timers, set them for 60 or less, or pack your playlists, because it's time for the man that puts O in pillow. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And tonight's episode is sponsored by Audible. Uh, and Audible is, as I've talked before, so the leading provider of Audible's 180,000 downloadable audiobooks. And you can get a free trial by going to audible.com lulls, u. L-U- LLZ. And I think Jonathan even has a song about it. 180,000 audio books. Well, that's enough for several lifetimes. Come on and give audible.com a look. Who knows you very well might find your next favorite book. Your next favorite author, your next favorite series, you won't be able to stop. Nonono. Audible. dot slash l u l l z. The universe of audiobooks awaits. It's weird Audible. dot com slash l u l l z. Stories of love and triumph and fate. Audible. So, yeah, check out one of those 180,000 books. The ones I chose, I'm still working on Infinite Jest. I also uh, downloaded Wind Up Bird Chronicle, which is what I'm going to listen to next. But, you know, I'm reading Infinite Jest and I'm a couple weeks behind on listening to it or a couple chapters behind on listening to it. But the great thing is I listen to it when I'm doing this organizing project at work, which was kind of mindless, and I was procrastinating procrastinating. Uh, but now every day I just throw in Infinite Jest. I'm able to re-listen to something I kind of read already, which for, for Infinite Jest, it helps, uh, and it makes it more enjoyable. You, you discover new things, and it makes the time fly by. So go ahead and start your free trial, uh, audible.com slash L-U-L-L-Z, and you get to download a free audiobook. You could try Infinite Chess, you could try Wind Up Bird Chronicles, Harry, you know, wherever you wish. Audible.com slash lulls. Uh, thank you, Audible. Right, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast It's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up, whether it's uh, overthinking, any of the over stuff, as we talked about, over worrying, over analyzing, uh, overbearing people in your life. Uh, so if it's mental, if it's physical, if it's emotional, if it's unidentifiable i want to take your mind off of it if it's uncategoric unpronounceable, impronounceable non categor i thought i was having part it was the back half of that word does that give me trouble if it's unateable, unaidable <laughs> unadable- if it's unable to be categor categorized got it hey, whatever it is i want to distract you which may gray. you know say, well, it's not a grasp, Scoots. You don't have a grasp. First of all, it's grasps. Well, my lips are dry. I'm sorry. I can't pop my peas when my lips are dry. Uh, self-critic. And, and uh, I told you this is the worst time to correct me in the middle of, a, especially the first five minutes of a... See, now I'm trying to get my whips, the lip, whips wet. Uh, can't you see I'm having trouble enough without you criticizing me, self-critic? Uh, but whatever, whether it's self-criticism... uh or, you know, something outside noise, whatever. I want to take your mind off of it. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, purposeful mispronunciations, you know, planned out with perfection and persistence. And if I knew what pugnaciousness meant, I, I would like to use that in a sentence one day. You know, a proper whatever that lady feels her alive lady didn't she say something like the proper beat about it, So, all that stuff. I'm going to use that stuff and more to take your mind off of things. And if this is your first time here, or your first, you know, 35 times here, let me let me just give you a quick orientation, which changes at every episode. Because uh, maybe if, if it's like this for you at bedtime or something, you can relate to this thing where you lie down and all of a sudden, like it becomes this overwhelming nonsense or, or, or something, it makes it hard for you to go to sleep. Some sort of process is going on. I guess the example I'm thinking of, and I know you're not supposed to talk about food at bedtime, but this is like. But we're talking about is like don't bring an indecisive person to Taco Bell because going to bed sometimes is like the freaking menu at Taco Bell. And this isn't a total criticism of delicious Taco Bell, not sponsoring the podcast, but Taco Bell. What could be better bedtime than Taco Bell? Anyway, but but what could be more confusing or similar to bedtime than the menu there? Uh, like you got your 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 big three. Well, who is the big three? You got BK, You got Mickey D's. Maybe I don't know if Wendy's and Taco Bell. Wendy's menu is no day in the park either. Uh but Taco Bell's menu I find, and, and I am I usually am pretty decisive, but I just went in there. That's why it's on my mind a couple of days ago. And I said, where the hell, where the hell's the things with the Fritos in there? And then, you know, the worker just stared at me, stared at me. And then they had this new thing that came out after the Super Bowl. So I had to try that. But I said, well, you know, it's not like, okay, here's your beef stuff. Here's your chicken stuff. And here's the stuff for your crying kids. I mean, Taco Bell's got stuff all. I mean, come on, can you guys, and I know you probably, they say, well, actually, we pay 50 designers, you know, we have the most analytical menu. The woman, we you know, we took the woman from sound to music, and I say, okay, hold hold on to your data there, cowboy. I'm talking about bet I'm talking about a metaphorical Taco Bell menu. Okay, this isn't an actual gripe, you know, because I stuffed. Remember, I stuffed my actual gripe into the thing, and that's when the manager laughed at me, and he said, "Oh, we'll be checking that later." So you know that's that's in the system that one but so you look at the menu and say okay you even have trouble orienting you're like okay where's the value meals and then you say what the hell this is Taco Bell what, what the hell's a value meal and consist of and they say well instead of fries we give you you know the taco nobody likes you know rarely that one that's your fries and, say, and they say we got to have a value menu so you don't know that you could just buy a soda cheaper on its own they say, well, I caught you there, uh, right at the, whatever you call it, chalupa face. they I would never call anyone chalupa face. That's terrible. And I don't even know what it would mean. Uh, so, wow, that went, that didn't go where I was, I just thought it was going. But it's, sometimes at bedtime, it feels like that you have too many options and you don't want any. You know, you say... Hey, brain, I just want to go to bed. Hey, foot, I don't need an analysis of every itch in existence. And you say, hey, back, you know, we've been feeling, we were loose all day, and I stretched, why are you carping at me now? And I say, and then you, you, you get that solved, and you get a nice position going. And then another part of your brain, maybe both. Sometimes I think the lizard brain and the mammalian brain are conspiring against me. In fact, I'm positive of it. And then they say, well, geez, what about all that stuff in the middle menu? The uh, casita menu or whatever the hell they call it. Why didn't you get that? That stuff's all healthy. And then you can, you can actually laugh at that. You say, come on, you know, you're the lizard brain. I know you're up to no good. he said, well, I was just using it as a metaphor for all the poor choices you made. They say, what are you, the Catholic school brain? I'm sorry. Where, how, I was talking to the lizard brain, the mammalian brain. Uh, where the hell did, I didn't even you know, say, well, I'm just here to shame you for all the, because, you know, the lizard brain's just trying to help you make the best of the bad choices in the position you put yourself in. And you say, mammal brain, you want to weigh in on this? And the mammal brain just shrugs, because mammal brain's like, uh, with that look that says, well, I don't know how we're going to get through this one with you in charge. And you say, I don't remember calling a team meeting. And then you say, what the heck are we doing in Taco Bell? And then your craving brain says, well, he just said, I figured we'd get it, get us up. You say, I don't even like leaving the house for anything. Why? he said, God forbid you live in LA and you have Postmates showing up. And you say, why is Postmates here? And then you, I think that is a new thing. I've been hearing from LA based listeners, Postmates brain and, you know, PM PM PM, PM UI is definitely a thing, but you know, post mating, ambient related post mating. I don't even know if I'm using the term, but 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 whatever you say. Hey, I'm just trying to go to bed here. You know, can we just tip this guy out and put this food in the fridge for lunch tomorrow? Can we leave the Taco Bell? Can we leave the discussions about my childhood, my future, my career? My body, my feelings about my body, my, you know, my needs, my wants, you know, all of that Maslow's hierarchy except for the water I drank already. Uh, You know, keep Maslow out of bedtime or Maslow, you know, or proper, you know, keep scientific, I don't know, I I wish I had a good one. It would have been good if if I was positive how to pronounce his name. Uh, but there's no white, you know, there shouldn't be any hierarchies at bedtime. There should be a hierarchy on the friggin' Taco Bell menu. You see, man, this thing is a pain in the ass. I'll be honest. I mean, the only thing they got going is that they give you humongous soda, you know, because they say, hey, we're not going to waste your time with this value, you know, with the sizing stuff. You know, we'll just do the most damage. You know, we know you'll be back anyway. Uh, We'll see, and I think that's the same thing that goes on. You know, it's a, Taco Bell's just just a business trying to make money. You know, just a faceless evil corporation trying to do the best they can in the world. You know, the fact that they give you eight gallons of soda, and then if you pester them and shake your ice like I do for a free refill for another forty-eight gal- ounces, you know, they don't mean to do you any harm. Or maybe not, but but it's a metaphor anyway, because at bedtime, all those parts of you, they're trying to protect you, or they're trying to get your attention, or they're just misfiring, sometimes just misfiring neurons, sometimes it's just pain, and a lot of times it's the distant echoes of the past that feel like the present, if you're with me, uh and they're jacking in for your attention because they think if you do something right now, if you could just be in control of it, everything would be okay. And they don't really know. They say, hey, that's where I come in. I say, hey, everybody, a team meeting, new manager here. We're taking off. We're taking the menu down. And they say, well, you can't do that. That's against corporate code. And I said, yeah, I am breaking corporate code. I got a corporate code name. This menu stinks. And they said, well, what are we going to do from now on? Well, how are we going to make money for the giant corporation that barely... I said, don't worry. Don't worry. When someone comes in, we'll we'll talk about them at the cash register and decide what they're going to order. And then, you know, then we'll say, okay, you're number 47 before they even say anything. And the staff just looks... But but the difference is that I say, hey, I'm going to tell you a bedtime story, little brain parts, little body parts... I'm gonna try to distract you. I'm gonna try to take your mind off of things. I'm gonna use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, and, and, and everybody can just listen to me. Nothing to worry about here. Nothing to see here. You know, no, we're not gonna restructure anything. We're not gonna do any corporate but thingamajigs. That was just all distraction. Because all I want to do is take your mind off stuff and get, you know, I guess I got a little, I got a sense, I got a bell brain, you know, that my brain bell got rung. But, but that's all I want to do is take your mind off stuff and help you fall asleep. And maybe there's a chance if you, this is your first few times here, you're listening, you said, I mean, you probably had some sort of reaction to me. What the heck's wrong with this guy? Whoa, boy. This this is interesting, or barely interesting, but strange in an interesting way. Uh, but I, I bet you there's a pretty decent chance you didn't think about all that other stuff, and that's how this podcast kind of works. And it doesn't work for everybody. Some people will try, you know, it irritates them. Franchisee own, fran- people that can pronounce words. Franchisee, something with those people, uh, and you know the rest of the people in that that arena. Uh, but that's it. That's, that's, that's the way the podcast works. I wanted to take your mind off of stuff and help you fall asleep. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, thanks for stopping by. And I hope I really desire to help you fall asleep. All right. And before we get to asking, I just want to remind everybody, it's, uh, Audible sponsored this episode. If you want to download a free book, uh, start your 30 day trial at audible.com slash LULZ, L-U-L-L-Z. And you can listen to your new book on, you know, you got your Audible apps for iPhone, Android, Windows, Kindle. And you can listen to it on an MP3 player. You can listen to it on a computer. And at the end of the trial, you still own the books you downloaded. So go to audible.com slash lulls and start your trial right now and support the show and get a free book. Thanks, Audible. Uh, Housekeeping. We're on the web, com. Older episodes can be found on our website, uh, you can comment on our website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty-Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edited this episode and did the music. I want to thank uh, Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. We've got a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank... Our moderators over there, Jennifer B., Julie C., Rachel L. to the G., to Lie, Lauren Alexandra. Uh, we've got a subreddit over at sleepingpodcast.com slash red. I want to thank Latitude, who runs our subreddit. And that's it. Let's get on to the show. Right, hey, everybody. It's Scoots here. It's uh, Wednesday. It's time for Trending Twitter Tuesday. It's Wednesday, February 24th, 7 7- 10 p.m. By the time I get this Twitter app up and running, it'll be something else. But uh, right, so I got it fired up here, and it was still in Sweden. I don't know if I use, I guess I used Sweden's last time. I don't remember because it was a week, week ago. Uh, that was the paper uh, delivery uh, episode. But so that's what I have here. My phone's on a little battery, so could be flying in the dark. Uh, but so I was thinking about. Uh, I, I said hey, this doesn't happen to me often. Now I've done whatever three hundred something episodes, three hundred fifty something, and I don't have total re- You know, I don't have total episode recall. But I have, I do have vague episode recall about almost. I I saw it. You know, I thought I did at least, and then I said to myself. I said, dude, have we done, uh, and you know, this is just like the podcast in real life. I, I said, to, this is a really, I said, dude, did we do a masterpiece theater style episode? And uh, to paint the picture, I immediately pictured a bearskin, you know, a, a faux bearskin rug in a roaring fireplace in a chair in front of the fire. And, you know, I guess, multiple versions of myself, one in the chair with a red velvet coat and a, a snifter of tea. Unfortunately, tea would be all I could have. And a giant, you know, leather-bound uh, tome in my lap. And then, of course, you know, another part of me, you know, on the faux rug by the fireplace. And then I said, no, 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 I was asking you, uh, did we do this masterpiece? Did we do a And I said, what was it? I think we did, but I can't remember it. And then another person, we say, I, I kind of remember working on something. But maybe, and then I said, was that a dream? And, you know, th- that could happen at some point. I've talked about uh, that. Uh, uh, is it a trope or just a thing that happens, you know, when the character wakes up from a dream? Uh, I guess it wouldn't be that bad. It'd be like, man, I was. if this whole thing was a dream, I'd be like, wow, I really slept good. You know, wow. I dream that whole podcast thing. And then I would probably look up and I'd be on the bear. I'd be, have, I'd be looking at myself, you know, and I'd be curled up on the bearskin rug. And then I'd be like, oh no. If this is, and then, you know, some music would play. But so I, I, I can't honestly recall if I've done a masterpiece theater, but I think it's time, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, I see, I can kind of remember setting it up. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you to another episode. Well, again, I don't mean to to interrupt the flow, but I said, well, what do we call it? Self? I don't refer to myself. Actually, we don't even need a name. You know, when you're talking to yourself, you don't need a name. I think some sound just came from the inside of my upper palate. I'm not sure if anybody heard that, but... They said boar piece theater no, it sounds too much like Worc- Worcestershire sauce wooster sauce, Okay, st- no, nothing with uh m uh, Scoot- Scootsterpiece Theater. I said oh, that it sounds like a little bit like a pizza place, but that'll that'll scootster so welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another evening of Scootsterpiece Theater here. I'm your host, Dear Scooter. And I'm so happy to have you here in our our den of story, where all of our stories start. And tonight, our lovely tale, is based on a novel, which has become a work of both fan fiction and fantasy fiction, but mostly fantasy fiction, that a young boy that's lying on my faux bear skin rug, a boy man, a boyish except for that thing in your forehead uh, where you're talking to yourself. Oh, yes, a young boy-man once said he may have written, It's time for the secret history of the doily. And where would a tale of a secret history of the doily start but a long time ago? in a place where do, where you would least expect a doily to, to come from, uh, deep in a place far in the past. Uh, there lived in a, in a, inside of an inn, within an inn, uh, two brothers, Liam and Lewis. And they, believe it or not, Liam and Lewis lived in a, in a part of the world, uh, in a part of the country known as robber baron country and their inn was along the not far off the river banks between it would along one of the great rivers of the world and their parents ran this in between two territories of two great robber barons and oh scooter you may ask yourself what is a robber baron in your you know and we know what, do we, what what do you think a robber baron is scuda and i would say thank you friend for asking for a robber baron in the time of the roman is the great expansion of the roman empire cuz i had to look it up once i believe for a Game of thrones episode the roman empire or the kind of the other one the constantinople one the great I think it was... Anyway, they expanded far, far beyond uh, the reach of the, the military might. and But they still relied on moving stuff by sea and river. And, you know, so they couldn't police a lot of things, and stuff was always moving by river. And, oh, the romance of travel by river. Until you're... Unless you're, you know, on a commerce ship whose path is interrupted by a chain across the river that makes passing, and also guards yelling and, you know, being able to slow you down and saying, hey, just pay us some money. We'll lift the chains out of your way. Uh, If you don't, we'll, you know, we've slowed you down, so we're going to make a bunch of trouble. You And they'd say, hey, we're just delivering these bales of hay, man, hay. And then the people working, doing the actual robbing, We're not the barons, you know, the baron lived up on a hill above. Instead, I have a right to collect a tax on all these rivers, Because you know. Who are these Romans moving things about and uh, causing... Who are they to make so much money on a river that just happens to be in my backyard? You know, that I took my... You know, because my family was landed and passed it down from... Who do those people think they are to use my river... Just because it flows by, and leaves and other things flow by, uh, doesn't mean it's free. And so that happened a lot on these rivers. But Liam and Lewis, they were neither robbers nor barons. They were boys. And they lived in between two of the great robber barons, Pinochula, knuckle toes was what they called the one robber baron well maybe we'll explain why and that was about robber baron up river and the robber baron down river his name was senable say but liam and Louis lived in between with their parents in their inn and the parents in would sometimes get visited by the post and pre-robbed you know uh, riverboats, which were not American riverboats, you Americans, assuming everything, but merely a boat that travels by river. You know, sometimes they would come and they would stay at Liam and Lewis's parents' inn. It wasn't a fancy place, but it wasn't a crummy place either. And there was always room for those that could pay. And if there was, you know, and they actually, believe it or not, it's a, "'As I said, they had actual vari- variable pricing. "'I heard this scooter recently go on a tirade "'about what happened to variable pricing. "'Well, William and Lewis's mother, Ed- Adele, was her name. "'She had said, well, we'll change the price if the room... "'So you could get a room for nearly a penny. "'Now, you couldn't get a dinner at the inn for just a penny. "'No variable pricing on food unless it's rotten, she would say.' Uh, but, you know, a room could be had uh, for, for for not much if if it was open. Uh, but it they, they was also came with the caveat. If someone showed up and would pay more, your ass would be out. But Liam and Louis, they were just boys, and they would be able to explore the riverbanks and meet friends and watch the boats go by. They would talk to the boat folks. They would talk to the folks traveling. Uh, by the riverside road, uh, where commerce would also go, and they heard tales of the great robber barons and the feasts they would have. And occasionally, you know, they would meet a robber baron and some such things, and occasionally the Romans themselves would make their way up the river uh, to put an end to this nonsense, as their father would tell them. Uh, but, but, but you might be wondering, what, 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 how is this related to the doily? And I'd say, well, that's why it's the secret history of the doily, you see. Uh, for as you probably know, uh, or, or you may not know, uh, Liam was known as Little Mix, was Liam's nickname, Little Mix. Uh, for That was favorite. Liam's favorite thing to do at the inn and in the yard and every place Liam would go. Mixing pots and mixing mud and mixing rain and mixing soup. Mixing customers' drinks. Even when they didn't want to mix to say, that's an ale, boy. Get your arm out of my ale. So uh, Liam was known as Little Mix. And the other one, Louis, Louis was known as cold Play, Because it was never too cold. For for what was the other one? Liam and Lew, Lewis to play. Never too cold for Lewis to play. And they lived a child, a happy childhood. And as they got older, you know, time passed. But the robber barons still controlled the rivers, and Romans. They still complained about it. But as soon as they left, you know, the robber barons. Said, oh yeah, no problem with and the Romans would say, this is the last time we're going to come with real soldiers and knock down your your towers and quick this river harassment. It's ridiculous. You know, we, and it was always, you know, who did it? And then the Romans would say, well, I don't understand. We'd say, okay, triple T, and then the people in the boats. It was all, and everyone always came to the end to complain. And people would say, well, that's why Liam's always mixing things. Because all the complaining non-stop. You had the the sailor, the ships, and and even the sailors that they don't they say we are on a river. We don't even deserve to be called a sailor, you know. They just say we're river rats, and they say I've seen a river. We 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 say we're not sailing, so I guess you got us guys. But you know, occasionally we'll put a sail up if it's really windy, but it's a work being on the river. and We get these dawn robber barons are harassing us and throwing junk and uh, with the rusty chains across the river and they're taxing and it's exhausting and then the Romans say deliver this stuff and I, I've i never hated pottery more in my whole life and then the Roman soldiers mostly tax collectors you know mostly just uh, foot soldiers, uh, bad—you know the people that deliver the bad news and the decrees, uh, they would come and they'd be like, you know how friggin' far Rome is from here? Our Roman Empire. Why the heck did they expand it away the heck up here? What is this, Bavaria? And then Liam and Lewis would laugh and uh, uncomfortably, and then Liam would start stirring things, and Lewis would say, I need to go get cold. Uh, to comfort me, the world is so filled with uh, unhappiness. So it will be time for me to go cold play. And sometimes uh, Lewis would just stand frozen. That's what one of Lewis's favorite games was cold play. Probably why he got the name cold play. And he would stand frozen. And occasionally he would do it so well that a visitor at the end would be, Well, my, look at that statue there. And they would be fooled, and they would go in, and they'd say, my miss, that is one fine statue you have out front. And why is this boy stirring my drink with his hand? And she'd say, little mix, cut it out and go find your brother. He's playing cold play. Yeah, so they had a wonderful childhood, for, you know, for the circumstances. You know, they had a roof over their head and two parents. Uh, till the father up and went, you know, to the to the transverse plane, as they say. And then, you know, the little mixing and the cold play went to a whole nother level. And the, I guess the inn just happened to be the most convenient place. Because it was also between the two robber barons. It, it wasn't many other good places to stop. It was mostly stinky swamps between the two uh, towers, the two in the little uh, hamlets of the the uh, robber barons. And the robber barons are not known for spending money on housing for their employees, their employees' families, you know, the fiefdom surrounding them. So you really don't want to try to catch a room in robber baron turf, because you say, oh boy, that's not going to go well at all. So there was tales of the trouble and the decline of the Roman Empire and uh, colonial, you know, stuff that made uh, Liam and Lewis as they started to get a bit older, but not old enough, you know, to get out of there. And then they loved their mother so, so, somewhat so, so, so much, uh, that they stayed, you know, but it was soon rumors started to swirl that the Romans were coming, and the, uh, and then the robber barons were saying, oh, we're going to conscript all the boys, all the young men in our regions to uh, fight the Romans, and if you thought these two boys had strange habits, you know, we, we, you know, before the, the passing of the father and then with the passing, you know, the, the fear of having to even work at these robber barons. You know, at least they said, well, I already got a job working for my mother. I don't want to sit at your river gate. Uh, and how often do these boats come? And the robber barons said enough to, be you know, tell, you know, it is my part of the river and so, but then the, the Adele, the boy's mother said, "You know, I need these boys to keep my inn nice." And then the two robber barons, am so or whatever they were, the, the two of them were called. I can't even remember anymore. Jerks is what we should have called them, or just robber barons. I think that's short hand. Long hand. Uh, they said, "Fine, we'll tax your little inn." And she said, "Well, what are you going to do?" And then. Uh, the robber barons, she said, well, don't you need my inn? It's halfway between your two places. And they said, you know, one robber baron said, well, we'll tax them when they go to your inn. And the other said, well, I'll tax them when they come out. I believe Del, she said, you know, I love my boys and I need my boys and you won't have my boys working for either one of you. And plus they had agreed, well, you know, one would take, uh, a uh, crazy cold, they called him. "'And the other said he would take Sturboi. "'And she said it's a little mix and cold play, "'just so you know, fools, and you won't have me sons. "'And so the mother said to the boys, "'you know, she had so much, she was running the inn. "'And the inn was still busy, even though they were taxing. "'They couldn't block the river. "'The irony was they, could, they had blocked the land.' But a lot of business still came by river, and they would just park in between the two. Uh, which drove the r- 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 river bar- robber barons, the river robber barons. Uh, that's that. That was one of my favorite bands. Uh, the river bottom river bottom baron r- r- rockin' band. I think it was called. You know, a sanitized version. But they, you know, that drove them crazy that all the ships. Well, boats, we call them. I called them ships because I'm a teller of tales, you know. Uh, but they would be able to skip it. And then they said, well, it would take too much infrastructure and re- investment. And then, they, you know, they, Adele was worrying and worrying about what to do. And she said, boys, you really need to figure out a way to help your mother. Uh, because, you know, say the river sailors, as they called them, the river rats, they were, you know, that's the richest of chaps because they'd been taxed and they knew they'd be taxed again, and they tended to, you know, they you know some good dual income stream by one one income stream by land and two by sea river sea. That was I, I don't know the 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 father never uh, explained but but anyway not important. Uh, what's important is that the boys said, "Well, what are we going to do to help mother?" And the little mix just kept mixing and mixing and mixing. And then there's this one sail a river with a riverboat a boatman I guess we could call them, though that doesn't have you know i a teller of tales like ours, Azalea. Uh, but anyway, the river boatman said, "Hey, come over here, lad. What what?" what at first, she said, "Excuse me, language, but what the hell's your brother doing?" And he said, oh, "He always he's mixing tomorrow's breakfast." And the sailor said, "Well, good thing I got in on this variable pricing." She said, "It don't come with me breakfast." And then cold play, the boy, he laughed a bit, cause he said, "Well, it'll be baked in the oven." So anything, you know, it'll be fine. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a morning b- biscuit. And then the, the the riverman, he looked the boy up and down. He said, you're a wise one, eh? Uh, bend me here, you say. There's trouble with your mother. And Coldplay Lewis or whatever his original name was, he said, yes, yes, yes. Have you seen the chains in front of those? Those are taxing chains. We got ourselves a, a river uh robber baron, in bar- you know, in robber baron, wanting to conscript the boys to so taxing my mother with, you know, he's a jerk. And the riverman said, well, you got to choose your jerks. These are extra jerky jerks here, these river baron, robber barons, you know, making them. He goes, but you got the Romans down there. He goes, "They're no prize, and they're on the way. So... They might solve one solution, but I don't know one. And he goes, to, to be honest, I hear the Empire's in the decline. And Coldplay, because he had spent so much time outside, free, so he had developed a bit of an edge as he started to hit rich pubescence. And he said, well, the lot of good that's going to do me, mother, you faux sailor. And the faux sailor said, well, you've got to think of a solution, boy. you got a brother who won't stop mixing things. And you got you, and he goes, you're the one that was a statue last year, right? And he said, okay. uh, He goes, you know what we do? The Romans, they they like to do proclamations. Have you done any proclamations? And the boy looked at him blankly. And he goes, do you have any representation? He goes, well, you know, the property, you know, we own our property here. Uh, and we happen to, we're we lucky because, you know, the robber barons own most of the other property. And he goes, they were always threatening to take it. But he goes, actually, I don't know. I think something, I don't know. He goes, he goes I guess it was written in some. And this river man said, you're getting distracted, boy. Now, think of something like a proclamation says, hear ye, hear ye. Uh, and this date ceased to declared the yada, 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 ding dong. And the boy said, I don't under, he goes, oh, like an award. He goes, father used to give us awards at night. And I think it, mother said, this is what encouraged our behavior. Cause he goes every night as we lay down and, you know, we would worry about, uh, you know, we, me and my brother, we worry a lot. So we would lie in bed worrying about this thing or that, and say, "Father, what if the river loses all its water? Or what if the Romans come? And marry mother. And what, father? What if the river? What if the river rats really are rats? 'Cause they do smell like rats. And the you know the river rat stared at the boy. Father, what if you know blah blah blah? What if the uh, robber barons surround us? Uh, "'are in with chains, and the father said, "'I'll take care of that, believe me. Your "'Father, what if you're here not to take care of that?' Uh, "'But every night our father would give us an award. "'He'd say, well, there's a lot of stuff on you boys' minds. "'But I just was thinking to myself, "'instead of worrying about all that, "'I was thinking to myself, "'My, what was that boy stirring all day, me, me son Louis?' The greatest, I saw him stir some eggs today. And I spoke to the cow and I spoke to the chicken and I spoke, spoke to your mother. And we decided to give the mix, egg mixer of the year award to Liam, our little mix. And then father would clap and cheer for me and my brother. You know, my brother, he's the mixer, Clearly. And then me father, you know, he would give me an award. And the sailor said, what award? And father, he said, "If I, you know, I had more. He said, well, it was quite cold today. And one of our sons stayed inside and mixed and mixed and mixed. But the other son ran about in the cold until his fingertips hurt. And then he came in and cried because he played so well. And I'm so proud of my boy. Who loves to play in the cold, my little cold play of the year uh Lewis And then Father would cheer and then the sailor river 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 boat man said Well there's your answer boy Good day and then uh you know someone else came in and paid a high wage and the river man was gone. And so Lewis thought to himself, he said, Brother We need to come up with a way to give awards to robber barons and uh, think of some way to make it. uh, He goes, I got an idea. Can you mix up some stuff? And the brother said, I love to mix, my brother. And then he said, can you do anything other than mix? I, I need you to push beyond your bound. Well, I just mix for comfort. Sure. When I'm done mixing, just tell me what you need me to do as long as I can mix. I'll stay calm. And I'll keep mixing. Can I keep mixing? Well, actually, brother, that's perfectly mixed. But yes, I think we need to go uh, into mother's study. Because you know, all the, remember when mother decided to have the fancy sheets and the fancy bed things? In case, in, you know, because the, they said the Roman, the fancy Romans were coming. They never came, though. But remember, Mother, she made those fancy sheets and then she put them away for when uh, to save them. But remember, she, all the ways. Yes, brother. That's called needlepoint and knitting and sewing. Okay, so I'm trying to think. We, I think we should sew some awards. Uh for the river barons? No, brother, that sounds let me mix let me mix and think at the same time. Uh, do you have anything that needs mixing? Uh well what if we go outside and I pretend I'm a statue and you pretend you're mixing me you know with your hands. You could just move my shoulders back and forth and I'll pretend I'm a frozen you you know Oh that sounds great, brother, let's go do that. And so the brothers went out into the cold of night and they did their self comforting routines together. Actually mostly the little mix was doing it. Mixing his brother well, I guess the other brother was fantasizing that he was a frozen statue, so he was doing his self comforting and since he was so they were co comforting each other. Or I guess parallel comforting like parallel play. And as they did that, they said, okay, well, awards, robber barons probably love awards. So I think you're on to something, brother. Well, I like like it. We're mixing ideas now. But what if we make make the awards so grand it attracts the attention of the Romans? And the other brother said, you know, the, the Coldplay said, that's brilliant but we'll need something so grand to, to attract the attention of the Romans. And the brother said, maybe even the ire of the Romans. And the next day came and the two brothers uh, set off to work, and they but they were also checking in on each other and providing each other with opportunities to comfort and reflect their ideas back and forth. And Liam was in in the mother's den working hard, and Lewis went in he said, Little Mix, what are you doing? Little Mix, Little Mix, Little Mix, let me in. And Little Mix said, I'm working real hard. I'm coming up with something fanciful, but local, with utility. And he goes, I think it'll catch on, I do believe. And he goes, because I thought about all, you know, the Romans drank all that wine, but he goes... I've learned. I've, he goes. I'll figure something out, brother. What? How have you? How's your? How's your thing going? And the brother, uh, called Blay, uh, said. I think I have a name. I, he goes. I think I'm going to start spreading the awards. That we're going to call it the Brit Awards. And he goes. I think the the, 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 the robber barons, they don't like being called. You know, the that's like the nicest thing we could say about them. Um, but he goes, I think I would call them the River Barons, the Barons of the River Intelligent, Barons of River Intelligent Trafficking. And uh, Little Mix just stared. And the brother said, you know, Brit Awards. And he said, well, he goes, that does have a ring to it. And he goes, do you have anything else? He goes, well, grammar, uh, six, six, Grammar 16. And then a Little Mick said, what the hell does that mean? And uh, Coldplay said, well, I had a dream about it last night. I don't know. He goes, it was a potato. It said, I said, what's your name, potato? And I said, Grammar 16. And then I said, why are you Grammar 16? I said, well, I'm the f- it's the 16th potato in this potato field here pleased to meet you this is a dream by the way potatoes don't talk and then i said to the potato i said well i'm looking for a name for an award and he said well the only name i know is grammar 16 and little mick said well it's pass on that one bread awards it is and he, he said go ahead and spread the word brother so, uh, Coldplay, Lewis and I set out across the land. And at first he spread the word north, upriver. And he said, well, he goes, I don't know if we're going to do anything, you know, for these guys. He goes, you guys are doing such a great job taxing the people that are exiting. And we've been thinking about, you know... How much we love the way, you know, I've always dreamed. You know, he finally, it was a complicated, long process, you know, of uh, priming the pump. Uh, but he set off up the river spreading word of these awards for the greatest, you know, and he he even went to the places where they blocked the river and wrote, he had a little notepad, and he noted the size of the tower and the length of the chains and the number of chains and the number of soldiers. And everyone said, what are you doing? He said, well, I mean, he goes, you haven't heard about the awards. You know, we got some stuff coming in from Rome. Uh, because he goes, he goes, actually, Romans are thinking that this is such a great idea that, that they, they might just give up and not come bother anybody. He goes, There's some soldiers were talking about stuff like that. He said, if you can't fight them, if you can't beat them, join them. That's what the Romans' new thing is. Because, you know, the empire is in decline. So they're looking to... And then, you know, the river baron, that river baron, whatever, I forget his name. Uh, Ge- Gecko. Oh, yeah, Gecko Toes or something. Who was his nickname. I don't even know the official name, but he caught wind of it. And he said, boy... A Little Mix, come here. And he said, no, I'm Coldplay. A little Mix is my brother, the one that likes to mix things. He said, what is this about these awards? And he said, well, they'll be announced. And he goes, well, who's in charge of it? And he said, a mysterious man who arrived by night by boat and disappeared by night by boat. And he goes, I think he's somewhere in the river between your two locations observing right now. And every night he asked me for, he said, he goes, go and pick and write an ode of the best river baron that you know. So I'm just taking notes. And then, the you know, the r- r- river robber baron said, it was, you know, and he tried to charm the boy. And then the boy went south and did the same thing, you know, and stirred up the thing there. Now, meanwhile, his brother, little mix, was working hard mixing and mixing and then taking time and he had settled in, and he said well what's the solution they don't have and they like fancy stuff in rome and the roman empire you know they like drinks so they need something and he said he like he, he, he said well i'll just cut up my mother's nice things and then uh put it put it back so he'd found this frills on the edge of the mother's things uh, the frilly sheets and uh, whatever you call them, bed stuff and pillow stuff, just in case anyone fancy ever came from the Roman Empire. And he cut those things with, he said, well, this would be nicer as a circle. And then there's a little mix, you know. You know, you don't, uh, first of all, you, you, he was a little mixed new to both. Kind Constant mixing with both arms, taking turns in both a clockwise and a counterclockwise position. And different finger stirrings. This was one nimble young man. And also, you know, sometimes you're in the mixing zone, but other times you're observing and mixing, you know, comforting and watching, comforting and thinking. So this was one sharp, strange, very strange boy. And also a little mix, you know, this is not storing material, but it helped mother with the mending of the bedding. So, Little Mix was quite a good at sewing and knitting and those things, needle pointing. And it was not long until Little Mix had cracked the secret of the doily. Uh, but at the time, it was not called the doily, not quite yet. For his brother came in and he said, What are you working on, me brother? And at the time he came in, his brother was mixing and mixing and mixing and mixing the finest silk and, uh, you know, strands uh, he could salvage from his mother's finest glow. You know, the mother had uh, taken ill from all the stress of the mixing. She said, mixing, mixing in me ears, makes me take to bed. Mixing, mixing all day long. You You know, she was having, she'd had enough and plus all the rum, but she, she, she would end up fine, don't worry one bit. You know, for her sons were adventurers and, you know, crafty boys when put under the pressure of making the most of things. So he was mixing all his mother's stuff, you know. She, 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 she wouldn't be well-dressed for a long time. And that's where the phrase, you expect me to leave the house in a doily, I can't possibly do that. You know, that's where that phrase originated. As a spoiler, you know. They, they say, well, you could wear three doilies, Mother. And then, or a child in the modern day, they say, well, Father wears a doily. Father Scooter wears a doily. And they say, well, you won't, you know. Anyway, he so, oh, he said, what are you working on, Brother? Mixing, mixing, mixing all these materials. And why are you bleaching them? You know, taking the color away uh, by chemical means. He said, well, I think you could... "'A bone white like a bone china.' "'He goes, it's it stark to the eye. "'He said, look at me. "'Cause at first he had had an octagon and a square. "'And, and he said, but this is it, brother. "'I've settled on a circle. "'So simple.' And the brother said, "'There's nothing simple about this majesty. "'Is this some sort of magnificent spider web?" And he said, no, no, I've been mixing and mixing. You know, that's what I call it when I'm knitting now. He goes, I think I'm over my mixing thing, believe it or not. Maybe. No, I'm not. I love it. Uh, but he said, yes, he goes, I've been crafting this. He goes, I believe it's, he goes, He goes. this is a design, brother. He goes, it is a design. Like. He goes, because I know, I think the Romans, they have those uh, those churches where they praise 'Cause I they think they've go, gone through some sort of conversion. The Holy Roman Empire, he goes, it's called now, right? And the brother said, I don't know. I tune that, you know, I don't listen sometimes. And he goes, Well I've seen uh, uh paintings, remember that painting came through? And he had pictures of the the giant churches they're building, and they have these rose windows. That was me inspiration. And he goes, it's beautiful, brother. He goes, it does look like, he goes, I, I can remember hearing about those giant circular windows. And it's lovely. Yeah, keep at it. We'll need more. And the brother said, I, I'm on it. But he goes, can I take one? And he said, by all means. And the brother, now, the brother only showed it to a few men on the river, the river men. And he let, the, as he was showing it to the rivermen, he let far away the, uh, the men manning the chains, you know the the river in Robert Baron's uh, representatives see the flash of the bone white, and then they said, Boy, what are you showing those?" he said "What's the award for the you know the Brit awards Have you, you, do you know if your boss has applied for the Brit awards?" And what Goldblade if Lewis didn't realize was Lewis was quite a salesperson. You know, he'd been selling this award, but he'd also been selling these beautiful things his brother was making. And this was what they would call a long con. For then the river barons would canceled, well, when's the Brit Awards? And he'd be like, soon, soon, I'm just waiting. He He goes, my river, you know, the river judge, he went far, far away. He'll return soon. And the river barons said, well, no one's crossed my way. And I know, I've been watching the other edge of the river, no one's crossed the uh, down river. And the boy said, exactly. And then the river riverbank said, I don't understand. And he said, don't worry. He goes, do you think you're going to apply for the Brit Award? And he said, apply for it. I should be the only one that wouldn't win it, not that fool down river. And he goes, you know what I mean? See, I'm say... And they said, yeah, he goes, well, he, said, I go, he goes, he hasn't applied for it either. He says he doesn't, he said he's confident he'll win, though. More confident than you. And then that uh, Northern River will say, well, I don't think he would win it over me. Do you think you would? And he, well, he said, uh, you know, I think that, excuse me, but I think the top candidates are either one of you, to be honest. It's, uh, you know, for top, Rihanna is top for the Brits. And then uh, ultra de Hull, sixteen is the other one and this uh, this uh, Robert river robber Baron was a gas because he never Rihanna what is a Rihanna and the boy said only the greatest river robber Baron it was just a, well, she's, not, she's just a great r- r- director of traffic of the river. she came up with these new techniques dual duel uh awful you know a bunch of uh logistic uh, logistic dream they call her rihanna a logistic it's just dream and the river robber baron said i don't know i'll buy her out i was where is she? her empire and the boy, the boy said well i can't tell you he goes i can't have you but you know she's she's breaking all the uh, You know, as soon as they say they won't even need a river when she's done with things. She's made the river so efficient on her part of the turf. And then he said, what is that Turtledeck 216? What was that other one? And Lewis said, well, that's coming up for second place. You know, Deck 216 is, he goes, that is a, believe it or not, that is a wind-based computation system Uh, That uh, uses the tides and the wind. Uh, He goes, You you ever heard of variable pricing? And the uh, river baron stared at him and said, Your father tried to sell me on this once. I said, It's one price to go past the river. Whatever you'll pay. Whatever we can get out of you, and then some. And then the boy said, Well, never mind. He's in the Deck 16, is in second place. And I go, Maybe you're in third. You better. You know, we better sharpen up your river. You know, think of some logistic, maybe if you could think of some new logistical means to efficient, make your river more efficient. It was that ch- the change, really, in the paying, you know, the, that's what Rihanna also figured out. Is, uh, I think she calls it quick pay. And it, it went off a off. But meanwhile, the boys had done such a good job, and they'd even leaked out some samples and Little Mix had gotten so good at creating these things that, uh, you know, uh, uh, that there was a fervor in Rome, in the Roman Empire. And soon, you know, and then the rumors were stoked by the soldiers that said that these creators, this artistic genius, and I think in Rome they may have called them the, uh, uh, they may have called them like Bone, uh, I don't know, they had different names for them. Bone ropes, uh, spider glass, uh, because they said, What is it made from? And they, you know, because everyone, if if one of them leaked out, but they still didn't have a name yet. But the boys had created this fever all across the land about the awards and the river barons. You know, they were fighting up and further up river looking for Rihanna and Turtle Deck and fighting down river and arguing. Uh, but it wasn't long before we stopped hearing from any trouble from the river robber barons, from the the downriver side. And soon the uh, rumor came, uh, because, you know, these soldiers whatever they're called, runners, the marathon-type guys, arrived. And then even the people that were holding the chains, they said, you're relieved of duty. You're now in the service of the Holy Roman Empire. Uh, you worked for us. As soon the Roman Roman uh, contingent came, and they said, "You know, we're here to find out about these uh, beautiful things we have heard so much about." And even Adele, she got up out of bed, and then uh, Lewis said, "Well, see, those those are awards, you know, for the greatest." And they and they explained about the River Barons and. And they said, Well he, he, they said, Well who were the top K and then they, the Romans said, Well, we'll be back then, we'll deal with all of it. And they headed up river. And they dealt with everyone. But since Rihanna and Turtle Deck were imaginary, they didn't bother them. Yeah, but the boys they, they did uh, Lewis started to pitch them, he said, I think I can make this river much more efficient and with uh, you know, Rihanna River, he go to the river, and they said it's the Rhine. He said, the Rihanna, he goes, no, no, this is a Rihanna turtledeck uh, river system. And I think that was over the soldiers' heads because these were just soldiers, you know. Uh, but soon, uh, they, you know, more and more people started to arrive. And they didn't need to have the Brit Awards anymore. And uh, they, there was and they, then uh, Lewis started to sell. He said, well, soon we'll be releasing these things for sale. For only the finest Romans. And then, you know, the Romans, the soldiers, and then the politicians came. And they gave out little samples. And they said, well, you need a mill. You know, why don't you take over these two? two?" You know, they took, soon they just took over the territory. And they said, we'll be here to make sure, you know, we'll take that mill. We want you to have the finest materials to make more of these fine things. And they said, "Well, what do you what do you call it?" And now this was all Lewis, you know, handling the business side of things. And Adele, you know, she started handling the you know the money and the exchanging and the purchasing of rights because she was more on the you know the actual running of the business side, and Lewis was on the sales side, and you know, Liam was on the production side. Uh, but also, be, you know, this was very William had taken back and constant stirring when William wasn't producing, and so they said, you know, what are you know, what are these things? You know, that was the thing. And and Louis, being as sharp as Louis was, he said, I need a, I need to know what to call these things. What do we call them? And then he would sit with his brother, and he said, brother, what should we call them things? And he said, I don't know. And the brother would just keep stirring and stirring. And he said, well, and suddenly Liam discovered that his brother's stirring had taken over, you know, the selling and the the taking action to protect his family's rights had taken over his need to play in the cold. Uh, Playing in the cold world of business had taken, but he also said sitting with his brother, was comforting when he was successfully stirring. And then he said, he listened, because his brother was so stirring with a beat. And then he got it, his brother was going, doily, 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 Doily. And he said, That's it, brother. We'll call it a Doily, you're so. And he said, Is that what you're saying, Doily, Doily, Doily? And that was, you know, as boring as that aunt. that's how it became the Doily. But the secret history of the Doyle, you know, was much deeper, and this is only the first tale. But probably, the most important tale of how the Doyle came to be anticlimactic in its name. But it was something that saved a family. It saved a river. And you know, allowed the Romans to, to continue their, northern, you know, wherever they were going in the over expansion, the decline of the empire. And the future spreading of doilies across the lands. I think, though, someone, I guess, another, not a robber baron, but a robber uh, made off with most of the doilies, I think, to England. You know, that's why they're associated with England and things. And maybe maybe they made off with also uh, this little mix, but I'm not sure. So that does end uh, uh, piece Theatre. In the first installment of the secret history of the doily, uh, good night. I paid, you patience. I was thinking, Ken, N. and I said, Was she says that Stacey G over there? I want to say thank you to her, and I also wanted to say thank you to Susanna K. And I was like, I saw Courtney R. I said, Hey, thanks. And it was like, I walked around and he says, is that, is that an eh. Uh, said, that is one strong-arming person. And I said, is that Tom? And, I, and then I uh, hopped on a bike. I went past uh, this statue of Heather W. I said, hey, thank you. And then I ended up, I was in this uh, sculpture garden. I saw something by Tabitha T. I said, thank you and good night. And then I saw something by Gloria M., which I said, thank you and good night to that statue. And then I said, is that a statue of Dustin S.? I said, it is. I said, thank you and good night, Statue. And I saw a plaque. It said, thank you, Stace Thank you, Sherry W. And I said, oh, there's one. Thank you for James G. And there's one for Richard H. Jr. And then I said, look at that. It's written in Sand, Allison S., thank you and good night. And then I said, over oh, there. That's, for, that's Lynn H. I said, also written in, and that's written in flowers, Irma P., Irma P. And then Hayden E is right there. And then, oh, look at that. They say, the cloud. There's a Sky Thank you and good night, Renee W. Uh TV. Thank you and good night. So this is one good Sky because then it says Donna L. Thank you and good night too. And that was like Barbara J. There. You see that? That's not written in correct quality. it's written in bubbles. And down to W. And then that one says Lewis, and then Christine. And then I went in swimming, and I saw these surfers. I saw Adam P. I said, what's up, man? How are the waves? I said, great. And I saw Pete R. I said, Pete, how are the waves? He said, thank you, and good night. I said, no, 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 thank you, and good night. I don't know how to surf either, by the way. But I saw Je- uh, Jeffrey C., who was just swimming. I saw Karen L was snorkeling. Uh, Jonathan W., I said, he looked like he was talking to fish. Thank you, all of them. I saw Sharon and I said, thank you. And she said, well, I'm just you know, chatting with the seahorses here. And I saw Piercy, who was talking to the seagulls. I said, about time someone in the water gave these. That's nice of you to give the seagulls some attention. I saw John M. doing a backstroke. I saw Raina a D. doing a... A side stroke, which that was the one I could never get in my swimming test. Mandy S was doing um the free stroke what they call it, freestyle. And then Brandon E was doing the breaststroke because it said Brandon breast breaststroke. And then Dan G was doing butterfly. And then I saw like Carolyn J who was doing a win- I said, that's a windmill stroke. She said, Correct. I said, Oh thanks to all of you Edith was doing the, bat, the dog battle. And I saw Eric, who was just, he said, I'm just swimming. And I said, thank you and good night to everybody there. And I saw Amy D., who was doing this twist move. I said, I, I used to call that the washing machine. And then there was a game of Marco uh, Frendo going on. And they renamed it. And I think it was like Hillary was uh, looking for everybody. And then Emily Z was there. He said, Hey, thanks, everybody. And then William M was almost it, but then he ran, like, made a good move. Carolyn S was, it, Hey, watch, she was definitely playing fair. So was Chris R. I saw Millie S having fun and laughing while she was saying, Over here. And Anthony M, too. And then I saw uh, some people playing uh, Catch Carl L. Alex F2, I said thanks, guys. This is the best water party. I saw Yanis. Yanis? Yanis? Janis? I don't know that one. I have to. As I just saw Janis and Aaron. Zoe. I was like, Ooh, look at this. They were all playing catch. Elizabeth S. And, and then Krista M. They both had water balloons. So did Julie W. and Nathan and Sean L. And then Spencer B. had, like, one of those can't water sprayers. Tracy M. had one. I was like, wow, look at that. And then Lindsay M. And then I saw people drinking fresh water. I was trying. Uh, Devin was having some, too. John M. Suzanne W., too. I said, thanks, everybody. Thanks and good night. Rachel B. had some fresh water. Claire D. Uh, Gisella, too and Jacqueline H., and then Ashley C., and Gary W., and Lisa. E. I said, thanks, everybody. Thanks and good night. And then I was, like, uh, back in the beach, uh, uh, and I said, oh, there's PayPal, friend. I said, there's uh, Medina. I said, thanks and good night. And then Lorraine asked They were, they were putting on putting on Sunblock, which I thought, and then uh, Diana. I said, hey, Diana, thanks. And then I saw Warner W. I said, "Hey, what's up?" And Michelle E. Also, they had parasols, which I thought was nice. Also saw Ruth P. Who was had a beautiful. I think it was a bonnet. I'm not positive. I said, "No, thanks and good night, nice bonnet." And Brandy F. She had a sun hat on. Because uh, I said, she said, "No, it's not a bonnet, it's a sun hat." But thanks for thinking of me. And I said, "Oh, thanks everybody, thanks so much, and good night." was like this little bird on Twitter. It said, "Bad Brad Case over here." I said, "I said thanks and good night." And then I saw Paul. And I said, "Hey, I was thinking about something to sleep." So I said, "Cool, Paul." I'll say you see ya. And then Lisa with two s's. She was like, "Was say I said good night, sleep well, and old shark stew." She said, you know, are you eating enough green leafy greens? I said, thank you and good night for that, of course. Babs, I said, but yo, Babs, what's happening? And she said, don't you remember it's what's snapping? In? I said, was that from Fraggle Rock or something else? And the Mindy H was like, we said, we oh. And I said, did you just say, whistle, said, oh. And she said, maybe, maybe not. I said, well, thanks and good night to you, Illusionoid Podcast. And uh, I said, thanks and good night to them. And then Lauren Bicycle. I said, uh, that is, uh, is that a miniature, is that a bicyclette? And Angel Vlash was like, Wish, you know, I'm watching this in the space, space or style. I said, thanks and good night. And Pestilence was like, you know, I got a I sniffle. And I said, well, thanks and good night to that too. Justin Kay was with the puppy. I said, Good night, Justin Kay. Thank you. And I was like, Carrie, yeah, I could tell you. I said, Carrie, good night. Yeah, thank you. And they said, if you met Marie A? I said, I was going to say thank you and good night to her. Over here is Savy. He rhymes with gravy. Thanks and good night to them. And he says, you, you, you see that wave That's Aaron B. Let's say thanks and good night to her. And I see in that window that's KCG. Thanks and good night, KCG. And come here, let's look around this corner. You see that wonderful beard on that man there? That's Mike Day's beard. Thanks and good night to that. And then, hey, do you know don't you know what word I love to say? Lolly, and that's Lolly, W. Thanks and good night to her. And you know what's great to say after Lolly is Allie because uh, it's like a double you know it's an alternative use of double l lolly and they say allie t thanks and good night and then we saw steve and we said thanks and good night to steve as well and the next thing it was julie f we said thanks and good night julie f and then alexandra m we said good night to her and Sheila asked, "Was my sister?" I said, "Hey, thanks and good night." And then I saw Laura, who said, "Thanks nice and good night." I said, "Are oh, you sleeping? No sleep, great." And then I was like, "What's up?" Am I gonna be in? There? And I said, "You are." Thanks and good night. So there to bring the tea next time, cause you don't have it. So then I to "Thank you again for that." And I saw Victoria J. I said, "Thanks and good night to her." And then Courtney F. I said, "Wow, this is just so great." And then Chantel was like, hey, thanks and good night. I said, thanks and good night to you. And then we had Mark B and Scott B. And I said, are you guys related or not? I said, either way, thanks and good night. And then Josh asked, I, I said, He's I get this article about Trader Joe's. I said, thanks and good night. That's great. And I said, Trader Joe's, come on. You know, I don't care. I said, I don't care about corporate philosophies. Thanks and good night. That's mine. I accidentally in an outline for the iTunes reviews. It was like Chris K 123 said it works in six minutes. And I said, Thank you, Chris. The next thing it was a world unseen. And he said, Hey, it's a amazing. And I said, Quiet. Does it quiet the voices in your head as you fall asleep? Are you so grateful to have found it? And they said, That's what I wrote in my review. They said, Thank you and good night. And it says, I'm so grateful, listeners. I said, forget about the sleeping pills, the super effective, so so wonderful. And I said, Do you guys see the hat on that woman? It looks like a gaudy toucan or toucan. A hat is a gem. You know, if I was reviewing a hat and stuff, I guess I'd say, I never reviewed a hat before, but I adore that one. Uh 'cause because my brain likes like during at night when it sees hats that are made from toucans or toucans even if they're only made like one. But, like, the night of the night, with Fabio's hair, says, here, my lady, let me, let me, I don't think I can fix that toucan hat. And before I can point out that I'm no lady, the uh, beginning of stages is a slumber upon my hat. A gaudy toucan genuinely cares about the hats and the listeners in the show. And I love wildly imaginative hats delivered in a low-key manner. Little's asleep, and I look forward to going to bed. Make my days a minute. Oh, thank you, God, Eat you can and good night. And then I said, Have you ever had a golfer pick, a golfer Oreo before? And someone said, A gopher? And I said, No, a golfer Oreo. And they said, What's that? I said, It works for me all the time. Weird how every episode works, no matter what problems. I love the podcast, I love the golfing, I love the Oreos, and those superpowers. And then he said, you know what I usually have after I have a, eat a golf or Oreo is a motor pickle. Hey, I'm sorry, motor pickle. Yeah, because I love that of this pie Turn out the lights up in bed, press play, scooter does the rest. Thank you and good night a motor pickle who falls asleep. That gives you permission to barely pay attention. Very calming. And they're about to press play. And you know where I, when I'm eating these things, I'm on vacation. I'm in Western, Western, Western Pardo. That's what I stay at. But now that I am. The Weston uh, P- P- Pardo. And it's my favorite place to stay to eat, Motor Pickles. Because it's that place is brilliant, phenomenal. Literally within minutes, I'm eating Motor Pickles and golf or, golfing Oreos and falling asleep, thanks, thanks, and good night to everybody, yeah.